watched a lot of crappy episodes of Hulk lately. <laughs> Is there good episodes of Hulk? You haven't been impressed. There are episodes that are better than others, but every episode is David the Drifter gets a cushy job and then blows it. Mm. By becoming the Hulk and smashing things. Well, are they all David the Drifter? David well, the Drifter, yeah. Well, he wasn't allowed to be called Bruce Banner in the TV show. Because oh, so David, David the Drifter. Do you know why? This was too gay of a name. Yeah. Well, it's not like his name was... Like, so he uses... He's so subtle with his, with his <laughs> aliases. He calls himself David in every town he goes to, but it's David Butler, David Baumgarten, David Hasselhoff. Da- no, it's always David with a B. His initials are always DB, and his first name's always David. I guess it makes it easy to remember who you're, what, what you're being yeah. called. Yeah, no, it yeah. was like he, Bruce Banner invented this stuff, and then David just like stumbled in and was like, "Well, the premise of the also TV became show the Hulk. Is that no, he, <laughs> there was no Bruce Banner. It's only David Banner. In the very first episode, when he became the Hulk for the first time, the lab caught on fire. And uh, a co-worker died, and the Hulk was seen leaving. So the Hulk has been blamed for this person's death ever since the first episode. So he's being he's been pursued by a dogged reporter ever since for three freaking years. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and the guy keeps coming close, but uh, he never catches him. Well, yes, that's the T-shirt people. Yep. It's so sad. with that. Welcome to a new episode of True North Nerd. Oh, yeah. You sneaky, sneaky guy. Yeah. Well, it's a good way to do a, a mic checks, right? So, um, with I'm just glad I didn't say some things that I was going to say. Because no. <laughs> I thought he might be recording. <laughs> curious what you were going to say. Yeah, he's going to say, no, no, I'm totally never not know. recording at all. Just, just keep going, Ryan. It's all good. I just outtake these and keep them in a file labeled blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> So with us this week is Kevin. Hello. Ryan. Obviously. And Jen. Howdy. So this week we are going to take a look at the news and we're going to do something a little different. Uh, we are, we in honor of Infinity War this week, we have ta- been tasked by me to come up with the ultimate superhero team. Mm. Pulling from every genre and... TV show, then whatever you could. Whatever fandom we like. Yeah, and then fandom. they fight head-to-head in a giant battle royal. So if you are an artist... Oh, then mine's going to kick all your teams. Oh, ass. I don't think so. If you are an artist, you can send us some fan art of our fun teams. Yeah, that'd be kind of awesome. If anybody out there wants to draw this stuff, that, that'd be pretty sweet. My team is awesomest. But, no, uh, not as awesome as mine. It kind of became a competition. I didn't know it was going to be a competition, <laughs> and then we've been for the past week going like, well, my team's going to kick your team's butt. I think mine's in the middle. I, I think I've got some good ideas, but I've I think got, you guys are going to do better than I've I did. i like... One or two real powerhouse characters on my team. I would have thought about it a lot harder if I had known it was going to be a contest. <laughs> Jen, have, Jen, it's always a contest. Screen Junkies this week, and they do something similar on a regular basis. So uh-huh. I, I might steal that idea for 
when we're in between movies and stuff like that to talk mm-hmm. about. And do Which something. the way this Just summer again. looks, there's gonna be movies like every yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, we might to have talk to do about. extra episodes because we went to we went to the movies on Saturday. I did and not. just looked. I did not. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Ryan and I went to. The- we went and saw Super Troopers too. Which I, I guess we can do a mini review later on. But um, basically, we looked at the movie posters along the side, and you look at the release dates, and it's like, okay, so it's Avengers like is this Avengers. Week. Then two weeks later, or three weeks later, it's Han Solo. Then a week mm-hmm. after that is Deadpool, it's, or is it no? It's the other way around. Yeah, Deadpool. Then and then Solo. Solo, and that this is just and that's just May. Yeah, but June and July aren't as good. The only things coming out in June and July I really want to see are Incredibles 2. Yay! And isn't Jurassic Park in there, too? Yeah, I never saw the last Jurassic Park. Well, no, you're missing out. Yeah, so. yeah, this one bad. I don't understand, but the last one was fun. Like, from the trailers. Oh, no, it's... the dinosaurs have escaped. I was no, like, this one is, is like, we have more... to rescue the yeah. dinosaurs? It's like nature is but fixing our really mistakes. Just let them die. But with, you guys haven't seen the latest trailer. No, no, I haven't. No. I've seen the latest Deadpool trailer. Yeah, where <laughs> I'm avoiding trailers unless I'm at Peter Shatterstar has been formally introduced. I'm yeah. happy about this. There's a character I never thought I'd see in a live action film, <laughs> complete with stupid life filled headgear. You know and, that, like and, the and catcher and shoulder pads, and pouches. Does he have pouches? No. Uh, oh, oh, does oh. he have feet? Does he have feet? Tell me he's got no I don't feet. know if we see them. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't think you do in the shots of the trailer. That would be hilarious if that was like the Easter egg through the entire movies. You never see his feet. <laughs> to, to give Mr. Liefeld some credit, um, the other week, I don't know if it was a commission or just something he did because he's been made fun of, of it so long. He uh, introduced on Twitter a sketch of his latest superhero, The Pouch. I I, did, I heard it's about just that. Like, it just like is a guy that like a character made out of a pouch with pouches on him, <laughs> clear pouches. Like to Liefeld's credit, he got that joke really oh, yeah. well. But as with every episode, we're going to start with the news, and Ryan's going to start it off while I grab my iPad that's actually got my team line up on it, so oh, I don't get it wrong. So Brent's not even ready, huh? Oh, yeah, so we got some Discovery news. Yes. Season two, uh, they have cast uh, Captain Pike. Yes. For the, you know, for, because at the end of the season, we well, for spoilers, because you guys didn't see it. We haven't seen it. Aww. Well, you see the Enterprise at the end of the season. No, that's the that's, last thing you see. That's not really a that's big not spoiler. A that's to be no. expected. So it ends with the two ships, the Discovery and the Enterprise, kind of like, you know, flying... Nose to nose, like, oh, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. And so they've cast Pike, and it's going to be the guy that played Black Bolt uh, in the Inhumans uh, miniseries. So I guess that means uh, no more Inhumans. Either. Yeah. Uh, Ensign Mount yeah, is his yeah. name. He's best known for um, Hell on Wheels, that old Wild West, West roller, show on uh, AMC. Run a roller coaster. It was a, a, a train show, yeah. With was he on yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, didn't know. So I never really watched that. I always see the, the commercials for He was the head of the railroad. He was the, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's been huh. working on the railroad yeah. all the live long day. Him, yep. It was a show I never watched. Cole, I just, it, Cole it, Meany was on that show, yeah. too. It pops up on Netflix. Yeah. Like, it because it's shows I like, it it recommends it to me on a regular basis. So they've already started filming season two. They started filming last week in Toronto. Oh, nice. And the other bit of casting I've heard for um, Discovery season two is the comedian, the stand-up comedian Tig Notaro. Yeah, she's been cast. As an an engineer, but not of the Discovery or the Enterprise, another ship that I can't think of the name of right now off the top of my head. But um, So there will be 
another ship on Ooh, the show. Too. Spoilers. And Tignatara will play play the engineer. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Uh, and then other casting news. Uh, so they have cast. So There's a new Terminator movie coming out, right? Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. We'll see. Well, it got postponed already. So has it? Well, yeah. It, it still involves Arnold. Yep. And Linda Hamilton. Yep. They're they're pretending and, like three through whatever. Didn't yeah. It's what supposed is it to now? be Term- Terminator Geriatric. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but it's supposed to be a direct sequel to Terminator Two: Judgment Day, ignoring the rest of the movies that have so come it's since. Terminator Three. No, really, just ignore the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> they've, they've cast a new Terminator. Or at least another person to be a Terminator. Okay. Uh, and it is the guy, Gabriel Luna. He was the new Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> well, I know Brent likes Terminator. Well, so I, like I like the, the Terminator, two. too. <laughs> I, I really could care less about the Terminator universe. I like the theme park attraction that's now closed. Yeah. Actually, the Sarah Connor Chronicles was good, too. The TV yeah. show, that was pretty yeah. solid. Unfortunately, they didn't. Get Other than not making up. any sense, but eh, well, really, if you examine it after the first one, they don't. It, 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 time travel really should be like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, like trash can. We need a trash can, and the trash can's there. Yeah, like remember we, we know, when we, we go back this. in time to put the keys above the fridge. Oh, good. <laughs> I really need to watch that movie again. Yeah, yeah. That that's one we should watch. But it's a it's a property people care about, obviously, it is. or else they wouldn't keep trying to make them. Yeah, well, they must make money. They might not make as much money as they hoped they would make. But I always like the ideas of the what the comics did. The comics got away from Sarah Connor, and I don't know if it was a legal thing where they just weren't allowed to use her as a character or likeness or anything. So they focused on other things that Skynet would basically like hedging Skynet's bets. Like okay, we've got these guys going after Sarah Connor, but let's let's build a little bit of infrastructure here and help out in other ways and stuff like that. And it, it, those were just more interesting ideas to me than always chasing Sarah yeah. Connor and trying to kill her. But yeah. uh, they announced uh, Steven Spielberg is going to be stepping into the DC uh, movie verse yes, in a weird bit of. Coincidence, it's Blackhawk. Yeah. Which we Kevin's favorite comic. comic. I have no problem with Blackhawk as a concept. Yeah. That just I didn't care for issue three of a three issue miniseries from nineteen eighty (laughs) seven. Um it this is not gonna tie into the DC cinematic universe though. Well they haven't said. Well, I I don't see why it would. It's a I don't see why it wouldn't. It's a war movie. Like Yeah. Well, that's if it is. The thing that Who knows what they're gonna do? Was all the press is like DC superhero? I'm like, he's not a superhero. He's, he's a pilot. A pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Slash super spy. Yeah, it's it's not even really. That. But it's pretty much just fighter pilots. <laughs> yeah, aren't they? yeah. Much. They were like an elite squadron of pilots, yeah. and it was like a typical DC team of the time too. Like each one was from a different country, and yeah, there was the token French guy and the, the, the slightly racist Asian guy caricature. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So. That sounds like it's going to be a fun movie. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the, the Asian named Chop Chop? I could be mistaken. Uh, you, you, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was something like blatantly yeah, like martial artist and Sort of racist. like like Green Lantern's old um, Inuit side, Inuit. Eskimo sidekick pie face. face. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Is it? I think it's Jeff Johns who finally like was the only one who braved putting that character back in and completely got rid of the yeah, nickname and stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. in uh, the characters in uh, the Ryan Reynolds movie. They just yeah. they use his name. His they name is Tom Kalmaku. Yeah, they don't call him Pieface <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. comics! Yeah. So this what, what was a Blackhawk movie? Yeah. It's going to be a. It's a pilot with a bunch of racist sidekicks. Well, no, racist stereotypes. No. It was a multicultural squadron of pil- of fighter pilots in war. World War Two. Okay, yeah, it was a World War Two um, yeah comic. And oh, to be okay. to be fair, with Spielberg heading it, this is most not of that racist. He likes stuff World be, War Two movies. This, yeah. is, this will not be the first time there has been a Black Hawk movie. Really? There's there a, was a Black Hawk serial in the 1940s. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, it wasn't owned by DC Comics. It was a different... Uh, Black Hawk was a, was a character that DC bought out from um, another company. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But again... Same company that did Plastic Man, I think. Yeah. There was a piece of comic trivia that Brent didn't know. Wow. <gasps> uh, that happens. <laughs> I'm trying to... The thing is, is this isn't even Spielberg's next two movies. He's, no, he's Indiana got, Jones 5. Um, Indiana Jones. started that, haven't they? Yeah, Indiana Jones, and I want to say West Side Story? Uh, yeah. uh, there's something. Yeah, because they, they need to make he's that got movie. A, he has again. another movie lined up, and it's a, I want to say it's a remake, and it's something that I was like, I'm trying to look it up now. Uh-huh. Uh, keep going, and I'll see if I can find it. It was something like, okay. I'm like oh. So moving on to the next bit of news. This one's for Jen. Yay. So you watch uh, that new My Little Pony cartoon, right? Yes. Have you seen the newest episodes? No. Okay, so I guess it was last weekend's episode. They pulled back a curtain. There's like a crowd shot, and it's a whole bunch of ponies standing in line oh, for yeah. things. I've seen this already. And there's a Rick and Morty pony. Yep. And apparently a big chunk of Rick and Morty internet fans lost their shit. Because Rick and Morty fans lose their shit over everything. And Brent was like, if this became a toy, I want it. And I was thinking it should be a San Diego exclusive. Oh, I would not be surprised. Comic-Con exclusive. They've done uh, Doctor Who. They were Rick and Morty in pony form? Yep. With the the hair and the jacket and the the shirts. Cutie Mark is a... uh, A a beaker. A beaker. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we guess a bunch of the fans were complaining about how this this isn't continuity. That this blah blah blah. The Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, yeah. But there's always like there was the big Lebowski ponies in the background shot. I've seen Harry Potter ponies in the background. Oh, no. shot. It's just a fun little knot. exactly. The and what, Jay Fosgate, who does Bodie Troll, did a Bodie Troll cutie mark in one of the yeah. comics that he did. So it's just like a fun little thing. It well, the best part it. about it is it can easily be continuity of Rick and Morty because there's so many Rick and Mortys in the in the multiverse. That's true. Why wouldn't there be a Rick and Morty pony? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I'm finding the picture funny. for Kevin. Uh, oh, so there was some big news. Remember a few months back, probably now, I uh, brought us that story about Allison Mack. She was in some weird cult or something, wasn't she? Yeah, the weird sex cult. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she was arrested Uh for her involvement in this weird sex cult on Friday. Okay. She has been, uh, she was charged Friday with sex trafficking and for for her involvement in this uh, purported uh, women's empowerment group. 
federal prosecutors uh, said that say it exploited its members. She's been uh, accused of recruiting women and making forcing them to have sex with like I guess her you know the next person up, which is like some guy. She was apparently like the number two, mm. and uh, he was I guess arrested in Mexico back in March, which is probably when I brought the story up the first time. Mm-hmm. And so now she's been arrested. If they're both, they're convicted, they're looking at a minimum 15 years in prison. And, yeah. and her involvement has brought in apparently, uh, what's her face? Uh, the name Justin Crux. Yeah. So she was involved in, like they both got in it together. When it was it, just like an, a women's empowerment, then, you know, self-help group. And then things started getting weird, so she left. But, like, there's her and one of the other cast members of Smallville has been tied to it, too. But, like, really? early on, yeah. It's so were they those... based in Vancouver? Were they arrested um, in Canada or in the U.S.? No, no federal. It was York, U.S. It was, it was the, yeah, she was picked up in New York. It was the FBI that picked her up. Ah. Yeah. So she's, she's in trouble. Yeah, well, um, sounds like she deserves to be. To go back to my previous Spielbergian uh, news, it, it is West Side Story. It's really? a remake of West Side Story. Is what he's got lined up after uh, Indiana Jones. Well, he's never made a musical, so he. I think that's part of the thing, and that's the one of the ones he likes. If you ever see interviews with him, he mentions a couple, and that's one that comes up a lot. And there was a recent like Broadway production where the Puerto Rican gang. I, I can never remember whether the Jets or the Sharks actually sang in Spanish. Like they translated oh, okay. half the songs into Spanish. Yeah. So it could be something like that. And he's Ooh. also got, he's attached to the kidnapping of Eduardo uh, Mortara, which I think is based on a book. But hmm. like it's, if he does black, it, Spielberg's kind of like Guillermo del Toro's yeah. other and, modern example of this. Right. He will attach himself to. Three or four different movies, and then when one falls apart, he'll move on to the other one, or one will get pushed back. He's not going to make Ready Player Two? He wasn't supposed to make Ready Player One, (laughs) so he only did it because, you know, directors kept cutting out on him. Yep. Uh, And then my last little bit of news, oh, I guess there's two little things here. One, uh, another, you know, to follow up with the Smallville Superman connection, Mm -hmm. Uh, this past week was Superman's 80th birthday. I saw something about that. I, DC posted a YouTube video of Superman through the years. Yep. And issue 1000 of Action Comics was released this week with yep. uh, what, like a million covers. Million Which covers. will hopefully one day be as worth worth as much as number one. Yeah, uh, not yeah, a chance. Yeah. <laughs> An anthology book that's got stories by people from every sort of generation of writers. Uh, oh, yeah. The only glaring one that I would really point to is there's no John Byrne in it. I guess he um, didn't want to be involved or they didn't ask him or I don't know. Does, I, do they have the homages is. to old timey Superman artists too, like Kurt Swan? Uh, some of the Yeah, there's some there's and, uh, I started reading through it and there's one of the stories where uh Superman gets sent through time mm-hmm. by Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. So that but in a way that they won't interact so Vandal Savage can take over the world. Mm-hmm. And so you see Superman as, as he's telling the story that had happened. And you see him, he's like, oh, I got sent back to this. You know, and I was fighting these mobsters. And I, you know, I wasn't as powerful. And I really, I didn't have as, uh, I wasn't, you know, that's what was holding me back. And and then, so it's like, and it's drawn in that style from those times when, you know, when all, you know, he could just leap over a building oh, and stop I, I, a, I read the Golden Age Superman Volume 1 collection not long ago. And he was an asshole in those books. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really kind of like, and it shows like, Artwork with like a one-page art and some and a little bit of the story in the d- different st- styles. 
And this is Bendis' first published DC work too, right? E, I want to say yes, but something something negs me that there's like he's Some got like story. well he's got probably his first DC superhero story, but there's like I'm sure there's a Vertigo or something in there where mm. before he signed a Marvel exclusive, but I could be like completely wrong. Well, his first story may be off of this new contract, right? Uh, I had a little bit of theme park news. Ooh, yeah, uh, the Fast and the Furious ride just opened in. It's in soft opening at Universal Studios Florida right now. So, what is the Fast and the Furious ride? I'm not sure because they're not allowed to take video on the ride. So I've seen people in the queue, and I've seen the entire <laughs> queue for the Fast and Furious. So it's not ride. a roller coaster you can actually see from outside. No, it's inside a building, and then you get you're supposed to be going to a big party that the I don't the lead character is he named Dom. Is yeah, a, Dom. Yeah. He's probably so, having a barbecue so with he's his making family. Everybody part of the family, yep. and so he's hired a party bus for everybody to get into. But a party uh, bus, nice. Yeah. So a Fast you, and the Furious you, party you bus. You all get into this party bus, and then. Hijinks ensue. And you'd start Tokyo drifting. And I hope that the party bus gets driven off of an airplane in one of them. Yes. Uh, and it'll be yeah. in space so that's, next. But that's about all we re- I know about it um, because they're, they're allowed to film in the queue and they're allowed to film as soon as they get off the ride. But all the part in the middle, the people who've gotten off it have said, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not the best ride in the park, but it's another nice, solid addition uh, to the lineup of rides at Universal Florida. Um this is a little bit old, but I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Um, Disney announced Marvel um, Marvel attractions for three of their resorts. Um, the first one is Disneyland in California. Um, they've actually just closed a Bugs Land uh, in California Adventure, and that's going to set the stage for... Uh, where uh, where their new Marvel Land is going to go? Apparently, they can't call it Marvel Land. They're going to call it I don't know Avengers World or something. They're building a Spider-Man attraction and an Avengers attraction in California mm-hmm. at Disneyland Paris. They announced that Marvel is going into the Studios Park. Uh, they're well, they're they're redoing an entire hotel as a Marvel themed hotel uh, with a Marvel. Um, Artwork all through the hotel, the Hotel New York. Uh, they are turning the rock and roller coaster uh, that used to star Aerosmith into the Avengers uh, coaster. And there will be other new um, uh, Marvel attractions. They haven't announced anything there. Uh, what exactly is going there? And the third uh, park that's getting more Marvel stuff is Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, they already have the Iron Man experience, which is yep. the most popular attraction. That, where you uh, get into an Iron line, suit. The comic book to go with it. Yeah. Uh, they are turning their Buzz Lightyear ride into an Ant-Man and the Wasp ride. Oh, okay. <laughs> that could be kind of neat. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, it's like a, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there will be uh, more... Uh, more... Um, yeah, so it's Ant-Man and the Wasp will fight Arnim Zola and his army of Hydra Swarm bots. Oh, cool. Uh, and then more Marvel stuff will be coming there as well. Uh, so they're going a whole hog on Marvel. Uh, they're putting a Guardians of the Galaxy dance party into Epcot this summer. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, so the Guardians of the Galaxy ride will be opening soon, too. I, I have a slight pitch to throw at you uh-huh. for this sort of stuff. Um, a friend of ours, Air, yeah. she was recently at Disney World. Uh-huh. And they stayed uh, near, uh, I can't remember where in the park they stayed. But the safari she, place. Yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge. So she had an idea, but she was curious, what 
in in terms of the theme park rights with Marvel in Florida, uh-huh. where does Black Panther stand? Black Panther. So the 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 contract Universal signed with Marvel back yeah. in the nineties said that they have rights in perpetuity to any characters associated with the Avengers and the Fantastic okay, Four. And so the there's X-Men. a good chance he falls and in there. If there is an image. It, the gray area becomes if there's an image of the character at the Universal Park, then mm. Universal has the rights to it. And I believe if you search hard enough, you can find Black Panther uh, in on a mural somewhere. Yeah. In, and if not, before more recently, you'll probably find one. You know, they probably went, oh they shit. They just did an update. Don't put one up. Like of the facades and stuff there, from what I understand. But they Universal. can't change anything without Disney's permission. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so so they, they've updated stuff, but it's just mostly repainting to keep the colors bright. So Air's pitch, which now with uh, the movie coming out later on, doesn't completely work, but she went through Pandora, mm-hmm. and her idea was, you know, if I were Disney and I could do it with Black Panther, turn I would turn into Pandora into, into Wakanda, Wakanda and make a whole land out of that. Yeah, yes, that's not. She's not the first person to suggest. Oh, uh, okay. That. Uh, but um, people love Pandora, so um, the rumor. It's of- just like with no movie with it right now. Is how long is that going to last? Now, once the movie comes out, that'll change, obviously. Yeah. But the rumor of the happens. next big thing to go into Animal Kingdom is uh, Zootopia. Ooh, that, that makes sense cool. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what we find out that Disney's uh, Disney Genetics team has been working on turning animals into bipedal people. Right, right. Yeah. I-, I want you guys to start saving your pennies now too, because I've decided that I want to spend my fiftieth birthday, which will be in three years, at the Star Wars Hotel oh, at Walt Disney World. Okay. okay, I think that's kind of what we were thinking anyway. So be I'll knock out my credit card for that. End of June, twenty twenty one is what I'm aiming for. Now they haven't even uh, started building the hotel yet. We were going to go in twenty. 2022. <laughs> we'll push it up a year. Yeah, we'll have to push it up a year. Because I'm, I'm, I, I don't know when I'm going to get back to the parks. And I'm thinking twenty by 2021, Star Wars Land will have been up for two years. Yeah. And um, all the 50th anniversary stuff will be up and running, too. There'll be lots of new things. So I might take a break from going to Florida and then do a, a, a Star Wars hotel trip for my birthday and then go back down in October for the 50th anniversary. That's my thinking. Air, if you listen to this podcast, we've just moved our timetable up a year. June, end of <laughs> June 2021. So um, I have a little bit of news, too, um, about a property that I rather enjoy. Oh, but, which um, one would that be? I'm, uh, I'm kind of surprised is getting a TV show. So... Um, the Boys, which is a Garth Ennis, Derek Robertson comic book, which I, I followed all the way through. Um, it's a Garth Ennis book. It is not for children. Uh, it's basically about a team of operatives who keep the superheroes in line because the superheroes in the universe in this in this series um, a tendency to become corrupt mm-hmm. and so um, it's being put the, the the show itself is being put together um, by uh, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen's production company, the same company that put together uh, the Preacher, Preacher. TV series. And they're supposed to be working on Invincible. Yeah, and uh, develop helped developed by Eric Kripke, who is the guy who did Supernatural. So mm. it's kind of like a it's 
questionable foundation to it. A lot of people liked the Preacher TV series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Preacher is one of my all-time favorite comics, and it was just I just couldn't. Well, the, the characters, the actors as the characters, spot on. But it was like broken telephone. It's like if I had told you the plot to the to Preacher. And then you told Ryan the plot to Preacher, and Ryan went and wrote the TV series based on that broken telephone storyline. It wasn't the first line. season not the comic book story? Of Preacher? Of Preacher. Not very much, that, But no. the second season was closer to the... I didn't get that far. Uh, I kind of gave up. But despite the actors were note perfect. Like, the guy who's Cassidy is dead on. Mm. So, I'm. it's like, but the guy who did Supernatural is involved. Now, again... This is, so far, we don't have a TV series, but they just announced that Carl Urban has been cast as the um, second domain character of uh, Billy Butcher, who is the, the main character is kind of this everyman dude who gets sucked into the boys' world, who in the original comics was based off of um, Simon Pegg. He looks exactly yeah, like Simon yeah, Pegg. Why didn't they get Simon Pegg? Uh, he just age wise, he wouldn't match the role anymore. And he's busy doing Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, well, Urban's doing Star Trek too. So, yeah. So uh, that, that among other people, like Huey, who is the main character, he's been cast. Uh, that's uh, Jack Quaid, who was in uh, Hunger Games mm. and uh, Logan Lucky. Um, Aaron Moriarty has been cast as the the love interest for. Uh, for him, she's uh, from Jessica Jones. She played, um, oh, what's her name? Pamela Walker. A Patsy. Or, or Patsy Walker, sorry. Trisha. They called her yeah. Trisha on Jessica Jones. Hellcat. Yeah, Hellcat. So Wait, the cat she becomes a superhero? In the comic. Trisha, yeah. Yeah. Oh. She was a superhero long before Jessica. She was around forever. Yeah. And she, she started she as. Does she have powers or is she just. Uh, I don't like, think so. She's got an enhanced cat suit. Oh, okay. I think. She started as one of Marvel's Archie type characters. She was Patsy Walker, teenage model, which is the version that's in Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then they made her an Avenger. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and then somebody else took her up her suit, and that chick became Tigra. No, eventually, she got right? the suit that Tigra gave up when she got real cat powers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew it was one of the one. Comics. <laughs> yes, Greer Garson was the cat. Yeah. And then she got real cat powers, became Tigra, and Patsy got her cat suit. She's got and a then, down and then, suit. So she called herself Hellcat, and then she married Damon Hellstrom, the son of Satan. Really? Yeah, for yeah. a while. Yeah, so it was Hellcat and Hellstrom. <laughs> I remember I have an issue of Avengers where all the Avengers have been meeting up. I think it's one of the John Byrne issues. And uh, basically, like Tiger's, like, why would they want a fake when they could have the real thing? Like, there's a like, it's the only thing I Has really Patsy remember. Has Patsy Walker that. been seen in Marvel Comics in the last ten years? Yeah, she had she had a miniseries not too long oh, ago, but I don't. I think it was uh, much in the same vein as Jen's Squirrel Girl series. It's right. more or less out of continuity, and it got really good reviews. I don't know if it was a mini or if it was a full series that got canceled, but yeah. Hmm. Um, that's within the last two, at least, if not the last year. To, uh, to talk about superhero TV again, have you guys seen the leaked picture from the Teen Titans set of Beast Boy and Starfire? Yeah, no, okay, I haven't seen nope. it. I heard. I, I, I tried to find it because I read people were complaining uh, about how she looked already. No, I, I just couldn't. Yeah. They're complaining find the right because link. they cast a black actress as Starfire. Oh, really? Who cares? Yeah. Oh, Plus, that's nice. <laughs> the way I look at these leaked photos of superhero costumes that 
you know, aren't properly lit. We aren't yeah. looking at it through the lens that is being yeah. filmed, and they haven't done all their special effects and photoshopping right. to it after, until you know. So it's like, yeah, it's of course, it probably won't look good just walking down the street. I yeah. thought the Beast Boy looked all right. He's not green. He just has green hair. I think. Oh, I, I, were people mm. complaining that they didn't cast a green person to? <laughs> Well, you the know, green people, people were all up in people arms. People just like to it. complain. Well, who knows? Maybe in those photos, because maybe there'll be a whole thing where he's not green all the time. Where yeah. he's got a chameleon. Aww, but that's the fun tech thing, thing about Beast Boy is that he always turns into a green whatever. No, but maybe he still does. But I'm just saying that maybe he's got like they did with uh, Nightcrawler in that one X Men cartoon where he had like a little uh, electronic belt thing that he could push a button and oh, now instead of being a blue kid, yeah, he or, was a, a regular his hands kid. Were still always. Yeah, but he still, but it still looked like he had fingers. Yeah, but they were always together. Like he was always doing the start. Well, they, they didn't actually cut his fingers. To I make know, but I, well, <laughs> my point is that it was a nice touch. Yeah, <laughs> the, or it could be because maybe they're going to digitally green him. He gets his powers from drugs that are meant to save his life. Does yeah. he not? Yeah, maybe it's before he starts taking those drugs and he's yeah. not green yet. Like there, yeah. Maybe instead of deciding to I, paint the guy green every day, they're just oh, we'll just do it in post. I think the biggest thing that that the internet haters were hating on was the fact that Starfire was African American. Oh, instead of being orange? Yeah, instead of being orange, she's black. All the orange people were up in arms. All the green people were up in arms. Donald (laughs) Trump was just tweeting about it. Next thing you know, the damn purple people will be up here, you know. Well, well, the they purple people wasn't purple. But... And yeah, that's but when the purple we released people... the purple people eater. Yeah, I was going to say the purple people eater can't complain because they were all eaten. No. So it's you know well, that's they're starving. <laughs> oh, we went off on a weird tangent. <laughs> Should yes, we get to our topic? Yes. Oh, yeah, I have one more thing. Oh. oh, oh, got one more. One more, a show that we enjoy that you haven't watched the newest seasons of. Yet, I don't oh, think. okay, yeah, I know where you're going. With um, this. which is a show that you, you know, a couple of years ago, we probably wouldn't have thought was going to ever get a show. Ash versus the Evil Dead has been canceled after, after third three seasons. seasons. Oh, three seasons is a respectable. So right? The third season is just finishing up right now. I think they're on episode nine aired mm. yesterday, or yeah. I hope they're but. not going to cliffhanger it. No, they know uh, they haven't shot the final episode yet. So the final episode. Oh, they hadn't. No. How many episodes is a season? Uh, I thought it was 10, but maybe it's yeah, more. I was reading the, the article on it. They have not shot the final episode yet, so the final episode is going to be treated as a season, like a series, series finale. finale. Okay. I guess I they have enough time, or they're able to do reshoots or yeah. something. They're, they have enough time that they'll be able to, to seal it off. Or so, the great thing about that is, like, seal it off with a, a to-be-continued-in-adventure, much like the movies were yeah. in a certain way, right? Like you, you've seen the ending, the various endings to Army of Darkness. Uh, yeah. It could have continued. Season one was ten episodes. I'm just looking at Wikipedia. It's not season many. Two was ten episodes, and season three uh, will be ten episodes. Yeah. So. so, I put the task before everybody to put to get to call together their ultimate. Event, like Avenger style team, mm-hmm. but pulling from different genres all over the place. You could pu- choose from any anime or TV show. Or so, how are we going to do this? Is, are we going to give our whole team? Or are we going to go around one at a time and list characters? I think it'd be more fun if we all went one at a time and we can fight. Yeah, but out. I think we all did different. Like we didn't. We didn't determine. Like okay, we all have to pick a muscle. We all have to pick yeah, a this. We all have to pick. Like we didn't. Do that. Yeah. So it might yeah, be better to just present just do the team as a whole. As a whole. Okay. We'll do it as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So who wants to go first? 
Kevin. Everybody's looking at okay, me. Okay, let's go with Kevin. Okay. So I'll go uh, second though because my team's not that impressive. So I'm pretty impressed. I I like my team. I would read a comic <laughs> or watch a movie about this team. So um, you need a natural leader, and so many uh, uh, team leaders are like grumpy. And I wanted somebody with some personality, but who's really good at tactics and strategy. So I chose Nightwing as my team leader. Okay. I think he's a he's. A nice guy who everybody respects and has been around a long time knows what he's doing. Has had team leadership experience before with exactly, the Titans. And, yeah. Uh, and he's been a Batman. Yeah, he's been a Batman. So um, that's my team leader. Uh, I, I think I think people will follow him, especially when you've got a team like mine. So uh, you need a mystic. You need somebody who's going to be there when something supernatural happens. And you want somebody who's got a head on their shoulders and knows what they are doing. So I have chosen Hogwarts best spellcaster, Hermione Granger. Ooh. <laughs> Um, I think, you know, she's, she's level headed. She's smart. She's still got a personality. I think she'd get along very well with the rest of this team. And we're saying at this point, she's graduated from graduated from Hogwarts. Okay. You know, like first year of wizard college, maybe. Um, Hasn't had one of those, what, three redheaded kids of hers? No. And, you know, of the three leads characters in the, those books, she's the most level-headed. And True. She, you, you, she won't crumble in a, under pressure. So Hermione Granger is my, um, is my mystic. So then you need a kick-ass warrior who's really good with weapons and uh, isn't afraid to get their hands dirty. Uh, so that person, for me, comes uh, from the depths of fake Greek myths, Xena the warrior princess. <laughs> I like how you put fake Greek myths. Well, I knew yeah. if I said Greek myths, Jen would be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, True. So, um, Zeta, fun-loving, but serious, knows how to... She'll do the dirty job if it has to be done. Her and Hermione can have some fun. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Well, wait till get, you see who get, else is on the team. They'll get along well. Wait till you see who else is on my team. So, so she's my weapons expert and my down-and-dirty fighter. Um, then you need somebody with... Uh, uh, mental powers, right? Somebody who can get into the thoughts of your enemy. And if they've got a little scientific knowledge to go along with that, why not? So my, my uh, telepath is Spock. Hmm. Um, Spock, Spock is a guy that the leader can trust. He can, he can build almost anything as well. He's, he, he, he looks at a problem and can rationalize it. And if you need to dig information out of somebody's brain, Spock will do that for you. Or Spock can do that for you. He may, he may push against it a little bit, but he, he can. He can do that. So that's my mentalist is Spock. Uh, then you need a tech genius, somebody who can build anything. You need a, a floozlehung uh, uh, energy generator. She can do it. If you need, uh, you know, a, a, a vacuum-powered bubblegum extractor, that can be made like that. So uh, that person on my team is uh, Suri, the Black Panther's sister. Nice. Ooh, okay. She's very smart. And again, I think we're she going with get, the film version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Character, correct. I think she would get along very well, especially with people both like Xena and Hermione. They're they're very fun loving and uh, uh, bring a lightness to the team. Because my team protector and my stealth agent um, is a little bit more sullen. Uh, but again, 
has the power and the capability, and when her team is down, she will step up to the plate and uh, save the day, and that's uh, Violet Incredible. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's got force fields and invisibility, uh, but she's got a personality that's going to need to be drawn out by people like uh, uh, like Like Xena Xena and uh, and Nightwing. Uh, So uh, Violet Incredible is my team protector. Now, here's the one I'm most proud of. I haven't I haven't mentioned my big muscle dude, the strong guy that you send in when yeah your tank. But I have chosen a tank that isn't just a tank. He can do almost anything because he's also a demigod, and that is Maui from the movie. Nice. He changed the sun. (laughs) Nice. If you want a party dude on your team, Maui is your man. Okay, which gives us... uh Gives so us more fuel re- for our, our our every week we we tweet. For those not following us at on Twitter at True North Nerds, um, every week at least once a week we tweet to the Rock trying to convince him to come on our show. He and al- by that I mean come into our kitchen <laughs> and do our show. He has yet to respond. Well, but once he's on okay. a team with Zena and Suri, so do a recap like just bang bang bang. Okay. so we get it. So all. my team is Nightwing. Yeah, Hermione. Xena, Maui, Spock, Suri, and Violet. Oh, okay. Nice. I, I lost. <laughs> My only thing with that was that I'm like, I don't know how well Spock would get along with Hermione. Oh, well, that, or they'd get along really or well. Or would they what get along two? really well? Yeah. They're both... They're, they're both students, right? Yeah. Like I, you can't say Hermione's a scientist, but she's no. studious. Spock is a studious guy too. He studies science. She studies. See, magic. though, I wonder if maybe they would overcome the whole science versus magic thing to just unite on the studious side of things, like I think, the pursuit of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So that's my team. <laughs> that's awesome. That's my team. That's and a good it's team. Um, four women and three men, which I thought was a nice, yeah. d- different kind of balance too. And you've got. Uh, you've got gregarious characters, and you've got quiet characters, and I think it's a nice mix of both personalities and powers. And um, I haven't come up with a name for this team, but if somebody can think of that... Oh, I didn't come up with a name for mine either. Okay, Brent wants to go next. Yeah, because mine's not as impressive. <laughs> um, and I, I have to say, uh, one of my choices is slightly inspired by somebody else's at this table. But Did you so, steal one of mine? No, no, no. Just like maybe one of broadening mine. my approach to genres because if you look at my list, most of it is comic book related. I just go across different characters. Oh, I could have done that, but I I thought yeah, no, no, okay. yeah, no, you, should, you and Jen. Should really... I go first so that people don't think that I stole from you? Because no, 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 no. You were saving you. There's been so much hype built up for your team. You're going last. Yeah, mm. I, I figured out mine first because I was like, I'm just going to do it while I'm thinking about it. And then I told it to Brent, and he was like, oh, crap, i got to step up my game. And then Brent yeah. told Kevin and Ryan how awesome my team is, which I don't think it's that awesome. And so, yeah. I think it's pretty good. Pretty yeah, solid. I like it. Don't get me wrong. But so anyway, go ahead. I'm going with I'm going with for, for my leader because I went similar sort of thinking as Kevin did with his. You need somebody who is used to dealing with conflict within a team of guys mm-hmm. or a team of people. And in this case, who is better at dealing with conflict than a leader of a team that's made up entirely of teenage brothers? 
That's right. Leonardo <laughs> oh, of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, is leading my team. See, I thought you were going to say Splinter. He is also doubles as a stealth uh, expert because he is a ninja. ninja. Yep, I'll agree with that. And, you know, brings a little bit of variety because he's a turtle person. <laughs> For, um, they prefer the term turtle American. Turtle American. <laughs> Somebody needs to make that graphic. Leonardo with an American flag and Turtle American. <laughs> um, so for for mine, um, I got kind of, this is a little bit cheating because it's a combo deal. Uh-oh. Is I needed a scientist. I needed somebody smart who could build shit, much like how Kevin said. But with the person I chose, I also get one hell of a tank. Because I went with the current version of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, because Moon Girl has been uh, regarded as the smartest person in the Marvel Universe at this oh. current moment, and she comes with a motherfucking dinosaur. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. <laughs> so I, I've got there her. She's From what I've read in the comics that I have read her in, she's mature. She's very smart. Mm-hmm. She can build shit. Also, a little bit of diversity. And I get a dinosaur out of it. I get a dinosaur out of it. You got to cover the dinosaur demographic. For a kind of a detective sort of character who can figure out plots and stuff like that, but still kick major ass. I could have gone with Batman, but eh, Batman's in Justice League. And Batman's, Batman's too Batman. obvious. Yep. You know what's better than Batman? Crazy gay Batman, because I'm going with Midnighter, Midnighter from Stormwatch and The Authority. <laughs> And if you take Midnighter, you get his boyfriend, Apollo, who is basically Superman who drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Leonardo's got his work cut out for him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Stop kissing and get to work. But you get a you get a tank in Apollo, and then you get you get uh, Midnighter, who is a detective, and but also has photographic memory in terms of his uh, attack techniques and stuff like that. Um, I went slightly different than uh, than Kevin's did. I had I feel that with all the things coming in from space in all of these genres, you need uh, a cosmic hero of some sort. And what better cosmic hero to do do that with? But one that also has the powers of a god. And I went with Beta Ray Bill as kind of tank slash cosmic expert on my team. Mm. Yeah, I didn't put an alien on my team. Oh, yes, I did. It's Spock. What am I talking about? Spock's yeah, Spock's an alien. Well, he's half alien, alien, but that counts. He's from another planet. I didn't put a cosmic person on my team. It's okay. We're all different. Like <laughs> Kevin didn't have his, so. Um, and uh, for my second to last, you need a supernatural expert in these situations. I didn't go with a magical user, per se, but I did go with one who deals with the supernatural on a regular basis, also has a uh, a bit of uh, experience working with the team, and that is Hellboy. Oh. So, finally, just as an add-on in the You've big You've got a lot mix. of tanks on your team. Yeah, but they, all have, they also have different bring-in abilities, yeah. too. Some of the tanks are long-range tanks. Yeah. Mm. And the last one, he's not really a member of a team. He's more a member of the staff in the... the whatever this team is called, Mansions, which I assume, like all superhero teams, somewhere in New York. I have, as the team doctor and major medical advice person, House. From House. <laughs> because I it's never... It the right bit of surliness to... to and drug addiction yeah. to hang out with uh, them. Like, okay. He was at, he was out of the drug addiction by the... Uh, 
end of the series, and he could help diagnose like the weird medical shit that everyone, you know, like. But what if would it's they lupus? bring in Superman with that that black violet plantain stuff in, nope. like from? Yeah, um, <laughs> you'd be like, it's not lupus. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing he says is it's not lupus, and then he goes and tries to diagnose it. Okay, so recap. So Leonardo, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur, uh, Midnighter, Apollo. Beta Ray Bill, Hellboy, House. Nice. Nice. So when I was putting my team together, I was trying to kind of even think of a little story. Like, why would this team, or at least some of these people, be Ooh, on this team? Ryan went next level. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and then how would they all get together? Ooh, Ryan went really next level. So the one person I'm kind of surprised no one else has picked yet or mentioned, because how can you have a team of all these people from all these different worlds Without having the doctor on your team. I had the doctor and took him off. <laughs> and I was going to do that too, because I kind of think, well, anytime you have the doctor on a team, well, they, your team's overpowered already. Yeah. But, so I went with, I figured, I'd go with David Tennant doctor. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Good choice. So that's kind of like my, my leader, I guess you would say. He's the one that brings them all together. Now, the reason this team has gotten all together is because someone messed up. Mm. And this person can, you know, he has a hard time reading. Okay. But just from this one book, it's the chosen one, Ashley J. Williams. From, Ash <laughs> from, from Army of Darkness. You put Ash on your team. <laughs> Interesting. Because he's, he's really the chosen a one. Hero. Yeah, he is. He's the chosen he's one. Got he's got a chainsaw hand <laughs> and a shotgun. Come on. He's okay. dealt with demons and I stuff. I feel so bad you for look. David Tennant. Keep so going. if you're gonna have that, and it's gonna be like this mystical thing, and you can really tell that you know Brent and I are friends because my team has Hellboy on it too. <laughs> ah, good. So I kind of want to see Ash and Hellboy sitting down having a couple beers together. You know. Oh yeah, I can see that. Especially Ron Perlman, Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know a nice little combo playing off one another. Uh, so my tank on my team is Goku from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the guy who the more you beat him up, when he recovers, becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. He come back from the dead multiple times. <laughs> And if he wears certain jewelry with people, he can do like a little dance and they can become like an even stronger person by joining as you know, two people into one. So, you know, he has long range attacks. He's yeah. I'm just picturing the 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 power up part and Hellboy's like, what's he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why is he just standing there? Screaming. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and once you know, yeah, you need a tech. So I went a little different. I went with uh, with an AI. I got Cortana from Halo. Oh, okay, yeah. And I thought a nice person to you know to be able to to build the things that Cortana might come up with happens to be green, happens to be also stealthy. The Great Kazoo. Happens to be Donatello. Uh. <laughs> I thought for sure when you said AI, you were going to use the doctor from Voyager. So there'd be the doctor and the doctor. Oh, that would, he would have been, been a better <laughs> doctor for my <laughs> That's such a better choice. Because <laughs> he's slightly surly, but not, none of the drug addiction. <laughs> but I figured, you know, and then... You've seen, you, know, you would know, in a lot of the cartoons, how you have the Donatello always has like the crush on April or something like that. Well, I can yeah, totally see him... With a crush on Cortana, being uh, the whole yeah, tech and everything, yeah. and then as uh, another little like pilot and uh, and person that can can lead and can get the job done, I picked uh, Hera 
from Star Wars Rebels. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That's good. To like kind of just to round out, add another you know female to my team. You know, since the other females kind of a computer. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much my team. That's I thought a good lineup. I thought for a while I thought it might be a little overpowered, like with Goku and the Doctor and Hellboy, and but uh, I think it would be fun to see these people all so, mashed in uh, together. Run down and, yet again. Yeah, recap. Who's uh, recap. So the Doctor. Doctor Who, Doctor, uh, Goku, Hellboy, Cortana, Donatello, Ash, and Hera. Nice. Jen. My turn. Okay. Um, I did an all-girls team. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's because a good team. basically what I did is I sat in my room and I trolled in my chair, my office, I should say. Um, and looked at I looked that, at all my toys and I, I was like, hmm, who should be on my team? Who I, do I like? I might have done the same thing. <laughs> but you didn't have any Ghostbusters on your team. No, but I, I, <laughs> I did for a little while. Oh, oh was you it, scratched was, it out. I had Egon, Egon on, on my team. And then I was like, no, no, no. I'll go with Donatello because then he's a ninja too. Because <laughs> I was like, like Egon's the only one who really works. You can't put Peter on any no. team. <laughs> no, you can put Ray. Yeah, maybe. Because he builds the stuff that Egon comes yeah, up with true. too. But, okay, but sorry, so. Jen. Okay, so my team, uh, so my leader is you need somebody who can motivate people and keep the group together and has a positive outlook. Is her team all ponies? No. <sighs> and uh, so my leader is Squirrel Girl. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hands oh, up wait, if you're surprised. This is episode 30 <laughs> Does there need something? to be anyone else on your team? Oh, no, there is. Oh. They're all squirrels. They're all squirrels. <laughs> um, so then my muscle, so the person that, you know, you want to go out and, you know, the one who is... He's going to take all the hits. Yeah, yeah. he's going to take the hits and is like the main ag- aggressor, for lack of a, mo- a better word, is Shira. Oh, yeah, she's good. Yep. Also, I, I think everybody on my team really will work really well together. Mm. Um, Make my- cookies at the end. Yeah. Oh, I love cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be at that team meetup. So um, my mystic person, so like you need to have somebody who is is powerful and magic Uh because I'm all about fantasy way more than sci-fi. So I always like the magical element. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, uh, yeah, so my mystic magic expert is Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony. There had to be a pony. Princess Twilight Sparkle. So she's also a flying alicorn. Nice. Um, Can Shira ride her? Well, Shira's already got swift wind. Yeah, but... Oh, so there's uh, two Twilight flying. Sparkle's a little small for Shira to ride. Squirrel yeah. Girl could ride her, though. Yeah. Uh, maybe. There haven't really been, since there's no humans in the pony world. It's hard to say. It's hard yeah. to tell exactly how big the ponies are. Because when you're a human <laughs> and you go into Equestria, you turn into a pony. Yeah. So oh. there, there's no judgment of There have been storylines about that? Humans going? There's like two or three movies? Yeah, Equestria it's Girls. It's kind of funny it, that Brent knows this. Well, I make Brent watch this stuff. So in Equestria Girls, the ponies go through a magic portal and they end up in the hu- in, in a human universe where there's like parallels. So, you know, the Twilight oh. Sparkle pony, there's a Twilight Sparkle human. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So my mis- that's my mystic. Um, so the I like the, the term that you used of the team protector and, and, you know, who does the stealth and the espionage. I picked uh, Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus um, because in Sailor Moon, they are... They're not really. They're they're loyal and they're they're team players. Once they earn, once the uh, you earn their trust. Yeah, once you earn their trust, and they they come to to respect you, and uh, they spend a lot of their time really observing and watching before they participate in anything. So mm. I think they would be really good at kind of just watching to see what's going on before they're like, okay, Squirrel Girl, I think we need to go and move in on this. 
Um, I think that... And they're also a couple, right? Yeah, they're a couple. Oh. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a romantic You need diet. to romance on your team, yeah. Yeah, they're so sweet. Anyway, the ending of Sailor Moon made me cry. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I always feel like you need a, a, a heart. So like in all of the the stories that I like to read, you need to have that emotional connection. You need to have somebody with the power of like love and friendship and the I one was just listening to that song on the way over the he power was, of love yeah, yeah was, the one who, yes. who who is like the moral compass almost and I was like Squirrel Girl could also do this role but I really wanted her to be the team leader mm-hmm. Sailor Moon could also do this role she would be great but I already had Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus mm-hmm. so I picked card captor Sakura who okay. is also awesome because she has a whole freaking deck of magical cards that can do almost anything oh. <laughs> So really, my, my team is exceptionally magic-based. Right. Except for the last one. And this is for the trump card that Jen lays. <laughs> okay. You need a guy in the chair. If any of this is going to happen in our modern world, uh-huh. it really depends on what universe you're working in, you need to have the guy in the chair. You need to have the person that you call up and say, hey, right. can you do this research real quick? So I picked Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. <laughs> okay. That's what I was like. Damn it! <laughs> I hadn't even thought of it. She would get along so well with everybody on that team. I think her and Squirrel Girl would be BFFs. <laughs> and you also have like a communications expert with her, and yep. a computer hacker, and. Yep. Um, I didn't pick another trope that is usually on these teams is the brain, right? The really, mm-hmm. really smart one. And I didn't pick a specific smart one because, in my mind, all of my the people on my team are very, very intelligent. Yeah. Um, I think the only real exception of that would be card captor Sakura, but she's 11. So oh, I don't know that character at all. Yeah. Or so. yeah. 10. She's a little, gonna, when you said you little, needed yeah, somebody right, to think, pull the strings, I thought you were going to say Oracle. Uh, but uh, no, because like, moon girl, I don't think is, I think she's only like 10. My yeah. youngest would be Violet. She's like yeah. 15. Teen. She's in high school. Yeah. So, so yeah, so a recap of my team is you got Squirrel Girl, Shira, Princess Twilight Sparkle, Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus, Cardcaptor Sakura, and Penelope Garcia. Please draw that for me, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we have an artist out there who's willing to take that on. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, I, I had fun doing this. It was off. fun. Once I'm, I sat down to do it, I was like, oh. This is this partially is inspired by... Uh, a uh, listener, Gavin Whitehead, uh, suggested to to us at some point we do. He had heard an idea on a, another podcast of doing a superhero draft. Mm-hmm. Oh, he must listen to the incomparable. And we we are thinking about doing that. Like he is going to set that up at a later date. But I, I also thought that with Avengers coming out, it was an interesting idea because we we have to go. See Avengers this week. So. I, I have tickets for Thursday night. My schedule. We're, we're not quite sure either, but we we will because, see it. You might be- get an episode or two before we actually review it, folks. So and because don't the movie's so long, there's not a lot of showings. Yeah, the, they just the opened north up and more just showed in another it? screen. It's almost three hours long. Oh dear God! Yeah. yeah. Go to the bathroom before you go into this movie. Did you say they just opened up more? There's another eight o'clock showing that there, showed. Oh, up. there is good. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll get to that. Yeah, I think tomorrow Jen and I are going to go over to the theater and see where we can get tickets. Oh, I was just looking at it right now. It's oh. called a phone app. Yeah. Do you want to go Thursday or Friday? Thursday? Uh, Thursday probably. Oh, I want to go, go Thursday, Friday. but I can't. I'm going Thursday. Yeah. I already have tickets. But uh, it's, With Ed. Uh, 
I'm curious about this movie. The the Russo brothers have come out and they're asking people not to spoil it, which we are not going to follow. But the episode where we spoil it, we will be putting disclaimers on it, like so you will not have to listen to it if you don't want to. Correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. We always do. But everybody's gonna go see this movie next weekend anyway. Pretty so. much. It's gonna make all the monies. I'm very curious all the monies. Yeah, but I'm curious. Ryan and I had this discussion last night because we saw Super Troopers and saw the poster of, of all the movies coming out. Is how uh, with all these movies coming out, is it going to hamper the amount of box office that certain movies do? Like, I have no doubt Avengers is going to be number one at the box office, probably at least its first two weeks. Mm. But then you run into Solo. No, Deadpool. Is it Deadpool. And Deadpool is one of those ones that I can see Deadpool 2 being that movie that, like, it might not take out Avengers from the number one slot, but it will damage its box yeah. office. Like, I don't see, uh, weirdly, I do not see Infinity War doing Black Panther numbers. I don't think so either. I, I think it, the I summer think, is too packed. It I doesn't have the Panther room to do it. I think Black Panther is the number one movie of the year. Yeah. And then after that, you have Solo coming out. So it's like, like I can also see Deadpool 2 being that like weird one where like we'll go see it and we will enjoy it. And the people who saw the first one will enjoy it. But the box office just won't be there. Like for yeah. whatever reason, people will be wondering like, why did it fall so flat? And I think it's so just it's we so should crowded. make bold predictions about what you think the number one movie of the summer will be this year. <sighs> summer being no what idea. starting this week because that's when Avengers comes out to when Labor Day. I don't even know what other movies come out this summer. I I'm going to say that the number one movie this summer will be Incredibles two. People have been waiting 14 years for this sequel. I don't think so. I think it's going to be Avengers. I think Avengers will be, but it's going to be it's going to be not doing the numbers that they think it is. Like it might not do Black Panther numbers, but yeah. what movie does? True, but it'll do more than uh, Age of Ultron. I what comes out the same week Incredibles does? That's the other question mark. I and have when right does now. Incredibles uh, come funny. out? Oh my god, I can't wait for that. Movie. In June, it comes out in June. It might be a little safe then. What else comes out? Well, sorry, dear, we're not going to see it on Thursday. Unless all yeah, the, all the AVX tickets are sold out. I don't so know unless you want to go stand in line for four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they only, they only have Friday one in AVX theater. <laughs> yeah, catching... Friday, Friday we could go at 325, 7 o'clock, or 1035. Oh, well, I'm, on, I'm off at 1, so which in, whenever you want to do If you want to see the early show, we can. Yeah. Mm, I wonder if I could get out of work early to go to a 325 showing. Well, we can wait for you if you want. Yeah, we can wait for you. The movie's at 325, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we can... What's the next showing after that? Seven? Seven. Thursday, I have a rehearsal. Friday, I've committed to working in the box office. Saturday, I'm going to Toronto to see the musical Fun Home. And Sunday, I'm going to a gathering of gentlemen who play Santa Claus. Okay, well, let's talk about this after we're done recording. Yeah, nobody wants I'm, to hear us. Yeah, I'm sure nobody sure wants to hear planning our weekend. So, it's, <laughs> and it's not that I think Incredibles is going to be a bad movie, or I think it'll hit number one at the box office. I just don't think it's. I don't think it because it's such a crowded summer. I think that everything is going to kind of bash against itself. Incredibles comes out the week after Ocean's Eight. Yeah, and, yeah, that uh, one's going to Ocean's Eight, and the week do before Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. There you go. 
Uh, yeah, Jurassic World's going to eat into it sec- until the second week. For but Incredibles. Yeah. Incredibles 2 is the only kids movie this summer. Really? Nah, uh, it's the uh, only major can... kids movie this summer. Uh, so don't under... I mean, Finding Nemo was the number one movie of the year it came out. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Toy Story 3 was the number one movie of the year it came out. The teaser trailer for The Incredibles 2 makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> Again, I haven't watched it. So when Ryan and I were in the Disney store today, you know those uh, figure, the toy box Disney figures that they continue the continuation the of Infinities? Infinity figures? They're doing Incredibles ones. But each of the Incredibles ones comes with Jack-Jack in a different form. <laughs> and they're, they're really nice-looking figures, too. Like They're probably going to be the best figures you'll find of the Incredibles that, that have articulation and that you can move the arms mm. and, and legs. Had and had we known that Disney was going to make those, we wouldn't have bought all of the Disney Infinity figures when they started to get... Yeah, but you have the sale. game. You can play the game yeah. with all yeah, those the figures. Game's not that good. I kind of turned it into Grand Theft Auto Disney because I didn't really... <laughs> I know. I remember watching you play that. <laughs> So I don't understand the rules to that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sandbox. There's yeah. no rules. That, that I need rules. I know. Anyway. Structure. We Somebody re- teach me how to play Disney Infinity. <laughs> with that, we've reached <laughs> the end of another episode. And with every episode, we have Geek Picks. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. I know. Well, you I, don't have one? news to you. No, I have one. <laughs> me too. I've had one for over a week. I haven't. I usually pick mine about 30 seconds before we start playing. Then I'll go first. Okay, you go first. I'll go first for a change. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I don't think any of you have watched it yet, but I've already went and binged through the new Netflix series, Lost in Space, and I enjoyed it. I can't wait for the second season. It's getting a lot of good reviews. Oh, I've heard only bad reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, those people need to relax and have a little more fun. Okay. It's good science fiction. It's, you know... I remember watching the, the movie that came out in the 90s yeah. and then seeing, I remember some of the old original TV show, but yeah. then, only that there was a robot that went, you know, had flailing uh, arms that said danger. danger, danger I, I watched Robinson. back when uh, zip.ca was a thing and you rented DVDs through mm-hmm. the mail on the internet. Um, I got lost in space and it's not, an, it's not, an, that old lost in space show is not an easy show to binge because it's dull. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Until so, you got to the episode with the giant carrot. So compared, you know, so this show, it's got it's got the family, it's got a robot, it's got an evil uh, the Doctor Smith, which is very interesting the way they do the that character in this. Um, there's also other, you know, spoiler, other people. Oh, that get crashed with them. The Robinsons oh. aren't alone. No, because mm. in this, they're part of this whole. Group of people that all have like a Jupiter, like you know, there's a big space spaceship with a bunch of little spaceships in it, okay. and they're traveling to. I think it was Andromeda. Sounds right. Why not? Sure. <laughs> and that sounds uh, spacey. yeah, and then you know something happens, and so they need they they tell all the people to get to their ships. They got to evacuate the ships, and then so a bunch of you know, you know a bunch of the ones that evacuate they crash on this planet. Now at first you, you know it appears that they're alone, but then eventually you find out they're not. And then stuff happens. And it's a TV Ooh. series, so watch it. And is it Parker Posey that plays Dr. Smith? Who's no, that? it's... Um, Who's that? Uh, it's, uh, I, know, I do not know names. The Craft. 
Faruka Bruiser. I can never say her name. Faruka Salt. No, she was. Um, she was also in the really, really, really shitty version of The Island of Doctor Moreau. Never watched it. Um. She is recognizable. I do recognize your face. I, could be I don't know who I she is. I thought it was Parker Posey. Lost in space. Type, 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 type. Everybody's searching on their phones and on the computer. I'm not. I'm looking at Pinterest. But I enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. So I would Parker give it the... And Parker Posey. Oh. Molly Parker is the mom. Oh, maybe it's the article I read got them mixed up. Because to be honest, I always get them mixed up. So, And uh, yeah, so I would say, you know... You have Netflix. You're already paying your nine dollars or whatever it is now a month. You might as well watch it. Hmm. Yeah, add it to your list and watch it. Okay, so who's next, Kevin or Jen? I'll go. Okay. So remember last time I brought an app and it was that Marvel uh, game. Yep. I'm bringing another one this time and it's Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Right. It's a Harry Potter adventure game. It's set before the Harry Potter books. So you're a first-year Hogwarts student with a dark secret. His brother had been expelled for trying to do something untoward. And so people are against you. And you've got to go to classes and learn spells. And you've got to fight a, a bully. Uh, but you get, to, you get to be sorted. And based on your answers, you get... Is Harry so, Potter in the game? No, Harry is not. So it is uh, actually before. So it's like, say like before. the year before. Yeah. Or something. They okay. mention... At, at some point, there's a mention that... Um, that the, uh, what was what was the title they gave him the uh, the the boy that lived yeah, yeah. the boy who that, lived the boy yeah they say the boy who lived is safe so we know that Harry's off with the Dursleys um, Bill Weasley you'll you're gonna, there's a list of characters that you will meet eventually and Bill Weasley's on the list and so is Tonks uh, but right now I'm a first year Hufflepuff named Leo Sullivan who um, is his brother was expelled from Hogwarts before him he's made friends with a guy who's very nervous and uh, there is a Gryffindor who is a mudblood who I shouldn't use that term it's very very derogatory uh, but he's he's feeling insecure and there is a um, Slytherin girl who's a bully and uh, it's fun it's it's it feels like Harry Potter I don't know how much input JK Rowling had into the story of this but it's done by Warner Brothers um, online and um, Fox Fox Games or something Fox something but uh, yeah so Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery cool now is it a free game yes and I, I haven't even seen anything that wants money for it oh okay. like there no additional turns or no, no. ads nothing no weird hmm. yeah all right it's sad that we think that's weird yeah <laughs> my turn yep, your turn. Your turn. All right, my geek pick is Squirrel Girl. What? This time... There's a reason behind it. This time, it's an actual specific Squirrel Girl. Oh, okay. So it's Squirrel Girl number 31. Um, This is the last one that is drawn by uh, Erica Henderson. Um, She's going to be... She's not going to be the main artist anymore for these books. And this particular issue is a bit of a standalone issue. I mean, you need to know basically who the characters are. Mm -hmm. Um but it does it's not tying into a bigger arc because it's her last issue and it's really it's it's really touching and it's very sweet so she, the whole the whole issue and I'm, is uh just uh Doreen and Nancy uh, get stuck in time so they are living time a lot faster than other people so what would be a weekend in regular time is like 60 years in their time. So they're just, everything's sped up for them. Oh, wow. I can't remember why. Um, 
but they had to try to get out of it. So and people are aging around them? No, they are aging. They're aging. Everybody else is moving super slow for okay. them. Okay. So it's like for them, the world has stood still and they are Got moving it. super fast. I understand. So it's really sweet because you get to see, um, they're the only two people in the world, so you get to see their relationship sped up over the course of, to us, a weekend, but to them, years and years and years. And you see it kind of through their eyes and through the eyes of their friends. So you see them age and you see their friendships change and, you know, their friends are standing in in their apartment and all of a sudden all these paintings pop up on the wall because they took up painting. Mm. <laughs> uh, nobody dies in the city for the whole weekend because Scroll Girl puts up a giant banner that was like, hey, everybody, I got you for this weekend. You're good. So, you know, anytime they see somebody falling or about to get hit by a car or anything like that they move them they have like patrols of the city it's really cool and it's such a nice story at the end of it when um they go back to their regular time it's not really spoilers because of course that's going to happen and how they deal with uh the loss of this whole lifetime that they spent together and because all of a sudden it's going to be totally gone so it Mm. was very i really really liked this specific issue i mean i love them all obviously number 31 number 31 so i strongly recommend if anybody has been listening to me through this podcast and has been reading squirrel girl please read this one specifically (laughs) uh the writer's not changing just the artist yeah Yeah, ryan north is staying on apparently they haven't announced who the new artist is which Um, is a little unusual hang on let me look i almost lost the thingy uh yeah so Erica Henderson put a note at the end of it, and she said, the lovely and talented Derek Charm is going to be drawing the next arc, but uh, Erica is still going to be doing the covers for it. Yeah. she's uh, She just signed on with the, the woman who's writing uh, Moon Girl and uh, Devil Dinosaur to do a series of graphic novels for, I want to say Scholastic. Oh. Yeah, so like that, good on her because that's that's money. <laughs> Ask Jeff Smith about that one. That that's life changing deal potentially. So good on her and a good run too. Like you don't get there are very few creative teams in comics now that go beyond like twelve issues before yeah. you get a change up. So guess it's my turn. Yeah. So mine, actually, I'm going with uh, something a little recent. I'm going with Super Troopers 2, the the film that Ryan and I saw yesterday. Um, Super Troopers is a comedy that I honestly not sure if I liked the first time I saw it, but slowly built on After being exposed to it multiple times when hanging out with my friends and maybe having a few drinks. Yeah, I know what you mean. And this one was... Sure, a little bit of the plot is a little bit of a retread of the first one, but um, essentially the the state troopers that we know and love from the first film, and I won't give away why they're why they are suddenly state troopers again and not Spurberry police, um, have been charged with a little bit of a handover because they found out that a town in Quebec is actually a town in the United States because the markers were wrong. Apparently that's based on a true story. Yeah. Is that they found one of the the border markers that was in the wrong spot and the whole town is technically a United States territory. But the the thing that got me about it was like there's a lot of shots of Cana- at Canadians in it. Mm-hmm. Um, many well-deserved. But what I liked about it is the Canadians get shots back. Like when they're the Mounties are in the back of the police cruiser, like, oh, I guess I 
if I was American, it would suck because I would be obese and sick and wouldn't have national health care to help me out. <laughs> like, there's like a, a whole bunch of like cracks like that. And they got Canadian actors to play the Mounties. Isn't so, Rob Lowe one of the Mounties? No, no he he's is the, the mayor. mayor of the town. Oh. Who, For, former major minor hockey player. player. He uh, played in Nova Scotia or something, and he's missing his front teeth. He plays basically. Oh, he's a like, hockey player. Of course, he's missing his front teeth. Yeah, he, he's kind of playing uh, Justin Trudeau in a uh, lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Like he's a good-looking, like happy-go-lucky mayor of this town, and it, it's a it was a fun film. And like in a and like we said, in a couple months crowded with just nonstop superhero and action films and monster movies and stuff like that it's a nice little break and mm-hmm. it was uh, part of the funds were raised by crowd uh, by indiegogo and was it rated r or double a up here i don't know i didn't look <laughs> let's find out because yeah, def- i could totally see it being at least a double a yeah just for language well, there's nudity, and drugs language and, and drug use so it, and violence and violence so that's usually the you know you have all that stuff. You're at least going to be a double More A. More the nudity, yeah. And then look well, at especially the, the 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 punching bag. Yeah, but uh, it's if you if you liked Super Troopers one, go see Super Troopers two. Yeah, I looked at the North End first, and it wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for this episode. Okay, so there you go. Okay, um, so. For uh, next episode, it, I would imagine the next episode we will all have seen uh, Infinity War by then. So we will have a gigantic episode review on the movie and we'll talk about the news and everything else. So um, I am going to release uh, the our Rebels review this week as well. Oh, you haven't keep, put that up yet? Yeah, I, I was going to put it out last week, but stuff came up yep. and just sort of threw my schedule off. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so that's it for this episode. So for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, this oh, is wait. Oh, what now? <laughs> if you feel inspired after listening to our super teams and think you have an awesome super team that you want to share with us, then feel free to do that on one of our Facebook pages, either or, on our Facebook page underneath yep. where the, when, you know, when this episode goes up, there's usually a title card. Put it right in the comments or onto our group page or tweet us. Or even just email it to us if you just want to share it directly with us. All that stuff's out there. Or if you want to put a challenge to us to do something similar, like give us a creative thing like that for us to put together, throw that in there too. Because Lord knows some days we need topics. And follow us on Instagram. I just put up a picture of the Rick and Morty ponies. (laughs) (laughs) So for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, this is Brent. And stay tuned for the next episode where we talk Avengers Infinity War. Yay! Yay! Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds. On Facebook, under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.